podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, hello and uh, welcome to Slogging It. This is our second or maybe our third uh, reworked thing of This Week in Cricket. I presume it's a Monday. It's not. It's actually a Friday. Um, but uh, you will hear it on Monday. <laughs> on a Monday. Uh, we're all as confused as each other. Um, there's light at the end of the tunnel with COVID. And uh, yeah, it's just absolutely scrambled us mentally. So no one's really got a clue what's going on. Um, so what we will do now is cover off uh, the last few days in cricket, I guess. Uh, so we will talk about uh, Sri Lanka against the West Indies and that amazing uh, T20 match. Uh, we will talk about England and India, what's happened over the first two days. Um, we will talk about, I think there's a bit, uh, England women are still doing quite well against New Zealand and um, any other stuff that we can come up with. Ah, we will talk about Ireland in Bangladesh as well. So, gentlemen, we shall start with, um, I mean, Karen Pollard. Wowzers, right? Uh, he hits it quite nicely, doesn't he? Anyone would think he was enormous unit that could hit the ball miles. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently when, 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 when in fact all he is is an enormous unit that can hit the ball fucking miles. Yeah. I mean, there weren't... There were six sixes that were hit before. Like, I can remember even when... Uh, you Raj did it to... Um, you Raj did it to Brody. There was a few that just crept over, weren't there? There was like one over backward point that just crept over... There was uh, when Herschel Gibbs did it to Don Van Bunga in uh, at Warner Park. That famous name, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's one of my mates. He is leave him be. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, there was one that was like cloth over long off, like this one. Every, everyone cleared the rope by about forty-five miles. Objection! Was... I mean, I say objection. I mean. Look, they were saying on commentary it's not the biggest ground in the world, but he did nail all of them. I mean, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. the six That's, anywhere. But right. Yeah, they've yeah, they're, it's some smaller grounds they'd have scraped over the top tier. Yeah, um, <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's an impressive feat of of hitting. Uh, but he is, it's what he's good at, isn't it? It's what he does. He walks in and wants one one innings in five, he'll win you the game. He's incredible. Yeah, missed opportunity in my opinion. I mean, he only scored thirty-eight runs, and uh, how many runs did he hit? What six sixes, thirty-six, and yet he only scored thirty-eight. I mean, by the way, that Yuvraj uh, broad innings that um, I was actually live at the game, so I was at Kingsmead that day when it was played in South Africa. Really? Yeah, I was. Yeah, wow. It was good to watch England lose that day. Um, Ah, shut up, Eugene. (laughs) Enough of your English bashing. We're only about Aussie Aussie bashing on this podcast. (laughs) Your, speaking of English, how's your fucking yeah, there? Yeah, ter- ter- terrible England from me there. Uh, still, <laughs> still, still hosting a podcast and not being able to put three decent sentences together in a row. Um, so nailed it. Um, so yes, six almighty wallops from um, from Kyron Pollard. Um, Dan and Jaya um, had taken a hat trick in his previous over. I mean, how's your look, sunshine? I mean, you're on top of the world, and then you just like ultimate embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, that's skip, the definition skip, of having the rope. I've taken my hat trick. Take me off now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm done <laughs> yeah. today. Uh, I don't know who it is, but I, and I don't know if either of you can hear this, but it sounds like someone's playing a trombone, really kind of slow and low somewhere. Just going, 
Uh, <laughs> and so, no doubt, eating your tea tonight or your dinner, as you say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've just had some kind of bean and something, so it may, has every chance. My, I uh, fed the dog. It might be the dog. <laughs> I'm just constantly farting. <laughs> yeah. um, also, so let's also not. It was actually seven sixes in a row because uh, Jason Holder walloped him over the ropes in the first ball of his Did next. He really? moment, what was it? his figures? Yeah. I didn't actually see his figures in the end, but three, three for four hundred and seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three for at least forty-two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three for. Can you send us two hundred and fifty US dollars for six new cricket balls, please? <laughs> As they're fishing them out of the sea the following morning with a couple of lobsters. Um, so, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Ke- Kevin Sinclair um, was presented his international cap by Chris Gale, uh, which was really nice. I think. I, I didn't know the exact stat, but something about... I don't think he was born when Chris Gale made his international debut in 99 or something like that, uh, which was pretty cool. He right arm off spinner. He got a wicket early doors, does his somersault, which is, you know, pretty stupid, but pretty cool. Stress fractures all over the place, uh, you think, from that. I'm pretty sure um, that's not how you get a stress fracture, but, but carry on. Well, I don't know. He's going to hurt his back <laughs> if he keeps... If he keeps uh, acting if the he goat. keeps it, he'll have to get a lot of wickets to get a stress fracture out of it. And that's because of his uh, well, amount well, of bowling he's doing, right? Not because of anything of the flick flacks or whatever he does. <laughs> flick flacks. Uh, <laughs> For anyone who's listening that is under 478 years of age, that's a backflip. <laughs> um, All right. When, <laughs> when, um, sorry, Sai, I didn't realise that it was um, stress fractures were related to wickets because then, I mean, how, oh, no, how they're, the fuck, they're, did, how the fuck th- did you get two? They're through a repetition. <laughs> Oh, right. Right, repetition uh, of getting wickets, so there's no way uh, that you no, could no. have got two stress Re- fractures. Repetition of backflips. If he's only doing that every time he gets a wicket, then he's, he's obviously got no, it's in between. It's in between every ball. Every time he bowls a dot, he's off. Like giving it the old Imran yeah. Tahir around the square and then By the way, with did a you see Imran Tahir's celebration the other day? No. No, go on. Full, full shirt off. Fair enough, it was to a relative or a friend that recently passed away, but he had like the old Mario Balotelli face of his mate on the shirt, bit of a message to him, shirt off, round, thrown, reveal, like that. It was unbelievable. When you thought Imran Tahir could not get any more bonkers in a celebration, he just did. He went full Ravenelli. Like, did he get a yellow um, card? Oh, wrong sport. That's right. No, no. No, he got sent off. <laughs> Very good, Eugene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just not cricket, Imran. Go and have a sit down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've been subbed. Five, um, five, <laughs> got five somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, so just before we finish on that, on the um, someone I saw a stat from someone. It was from the Gorilla Cricket Lot who said that something along the lines of for someone to take a hat trick and then get walloped for six sixes the following over would would happen once in every two point five billion deliveries or something like that. It was mad. Um, but yeah, has there, I, has there been two point five billion deliveries? Well, I don't know. You would expect so in world cricket because it's never happened before. And so if they've somehow found out that that was the... In which case, the odds are longer. If there's been more than that, the odds are longer. Yes. If there's been less, the odds, the odds are shorter. shorter. Well, yeah. So you would expect then that um, it would be around that mark. I can't yeah. imagine that they've gone, you know, exact. But, you know, <laughs> but it'd be a lot of... 59% of stats are made up. So just saying. I heard it was 64 Oh, you know, we can, we can go whichever way we're going. Hundred percent in my house. When it depends what you're talking about. He <laughs> <laughs> scored last weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lisa yeah. still hasn't worked out how to play, you play cricket. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, forty odd. Forty odd. I mean, yeah, forty odd. 
How many did no, you get? No. Oh, 30 odd. Bowled really well, though. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Um, talking of bowling well, uh, uh, the Indians are still quite good. However, Jimmy Anderson, <laughs> uh, he's, he's quite good. Five overs, uh, the first five overs of the innings from one end, uh, one for none. Cheers. Well, he bowled one straight one and the fella kicked it, didn't he? I mean, you've got a little bit. Uh, yes. Yeah, there were some it. commentators that were doing their nuts about the fact he was hanging it outside off stump and uh, and saying, oh, he's got to make the batter play, which, to be fair, when you look how the second new ball went today, I think he probably did the right thing. Because when he made them play today with the second new ball, Pant hit it everywhere. <laughs> Reverse sweeping him. <laughs> I mean, that. What, I mean, what that, a shot. Uh, no, sorry. No, can't do that. You well, can't you give the ultimate fuck-off to the world's greatest ever seen, man. Of course you can. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> sorry about me. That, that uh, was a little bit like, and it, it was a little bit like when Peterson walked out and hit McGraw over his head at Lord's. Yeah. yeah. That was like one of them statement moments where it just went, I, I don't care who you are, what you're doing, yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah, he's quite he's quite a good old Rishab. Um, we 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 were saying on commentary earlier that he looks like he's been squashed. He he looks like a human as if he's been squashed. He must be about five foot six, but he's got these massive shoulders and arms, and he just looks he's, like someone's put him in a press. He looks like a Lego man. I think he looks like the <laughs> definition of a Lego. Like Mikhail Arteta. <laughs> Lisa calls him Lego Ed uh, because of, like, because of his hairdo. Everything everything looks like it shouldn't work. Yeah. But it does very well. Mm. Yeah, no, fair. Very, very well. Um, I thought, so I, I, my emotions throughout the first two days of the test have been up and down like Billy O, but um, thought we were out of it. Then we're back in it. Then Pants kind of taking it away from us again. Although, is there an opportunity to take three first thing in the morning? It's going to be tough to bat on last that, you'd say. But are are England anywhere near capable of trying to scrape together two fifty on that wicket in the third dig? I think they'll need more. That's my only thing. They're what hundred behind, or eighty behind, ninety behind. They will. Are they already? Yeah. Oh right, shit. I was thinking like we need you know probably at least hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred leads. No, so I I think they'll need to get minimum three hundred. By his second on that, and we haven't haven't looked like getting three hundred since. January the 4th or whatever it was that uh, Joe Root got his first double hundred because ever since then even even if he got a double hundred we were still struggling to make 300 yeah um, I, as much as I'd like to say we think we're back in it we can't play Axar Patel we have got just less than no idea what I think we were then. back in it I, I think as I say oh, yeah. though I think he's he's taken he's ripped the game away from us yeah so. I was I was watching it today at work next to my boss which uh Gave me some leeway to watch it on telly, and um, he was he was saying, "What do you reckon? What do you reckon?" I went, "If we could, with the new ball, as soon as we took that second new ball, I went, now is the point." Yeah. And first ball, he walked down the wicket and whopped James Anderson back over his head yeah. for four, and I just went, oh, "Yeah, that's if, a statement if, of intent, isn't it?" If he bats for twenty minutes, yeah, five, five overs. Fortunately, he batted for six, and he got and they got fifty-five, sixty in that time, and it. 
What is it about lower order Indian players that just on tough wickets that just love coming in and just going right? Well, what you argue is it is it lower order Indian batsmen or is it just lower order batsmen? I mean, Lawrence did the same thing. He countered. He just didn't what counter as well. What a shit way to get out as well, though. I know. I know. Oh, if he whops it out the ground. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. Like, everyone I get that. goes, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like Pant yeah. today. Pant walks down the wicket, James Anderson whops him over mid-off. If he, if he walks down the wicket, drags it back on, it pins like stump, everyone's going, oh, what a way to get out. What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I, I think Lawrence had played positively, played positively, played positive to get to 44, 45, whatever he got by then. 46. Close. Um, and then he's gone, right, this is, this is my modus operandi. He went for it. Gaffed. But guess who? Axa Patel again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I've just been sat here in shock for five seconds because Robbo said two words that I never thought I'd hear come out of his mouth. Which were? Modus operandi. I didn't know Latin was his uh, (laughs) mother tongue. Uh, (laughs) So, seriously, impressed. Well done, Robbo. And you've had a beer. It was, uh, my school motto was manners maketh man. Right. That was it. Which isn't, I, I know, which isn't modus operandi. So no, 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 not Greek either. Hmm. me two Latin phrases. <laughs> right. Okay, fair enough. What, manners maketh the man? No, that manners maketh man. Okay. It's old. Okay. That's all I know. It's old. It's old, fair yeah. Enough, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, cool. uh, uh, back to cricket. I do have one thing to say, um, and this goes back a couple of months, actually, um, when Sri Lanka were playing against England. And I said, if it wasn't for Joe Roots, Sri Lanka were playing against England? Yeah. I did say that if it was not for Joe Root's runs, England would be in a lot of poo. What has happened in this series? Uh, it's a very different bowling attack. You can't compare the two. Sri Lanka are garbage. No, I, never, I, think, uh, guns. A, I think. I think the fact the point. So I don't disagree with you. If if Joe Root hadn't got five hundred runs in a Test series, then it would, would have been in bother. But then again, if my uncle didn't have a dick, he'd be my auntie. <laughs> I'm just saying, Joe's so, not scored any runs yet, and England are in poo. So, <laughs> no one else in the England lineup is stepping up. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, th- no, I fair think enough. that's fair. Well, yeah, Lawrence, the is odd okay. player, Stokes has got a fifth. There's been a few fifties, but there's no one that's really stepped and gone. I'm taking control of the situation, and I'm going to get a hundred and a gritty hundred. Hundred. I think that they've allowed the pitch to get in their own minds a bit. I think that. Um, they've all allowed themselves to kind of be in the mind frame that, look, there's one with my name on it, and so haven't really tried to battle that. And look, none of us have ever played test cricket, and it can't be easy, and that, you know, we, we don't claim to be experts in that. But um, from a, you know, journalistic or whatever you want to call it point of view, then, you know, that our opinion collectively, I think, would be that that is what, we that's the judgment that we would make you know i think that we all want to see england do well even eugene as a, as a convert unless we're playing south africa uh, or those occasional games we have against botswana um, and, um but um but uh, but yeah i it be um yeah it's a shame you know england have got some very good players um i, I got asked the question today about ollie pope um you know has is he living a bit of a charmed life? And I found that quite an interesting um, question because I think that he is one of... I was talking about this when we did the West when West Indies were in England. Um, and it, are there players that almost become undroppable because of by perception? So very since very early on in his career, people have gone have been saying, Ollie Pope's the new William Bell. 
so and if you say something enough then it starts to stick so because enough people have said that it's like it, he's almost the pin up and save next savior of english cricket yeah and so it's almost like right well regardless of whether he's got average 20 in the last 12 test matches England are effectively pinning their hopes on Ollie Pope and he's the poster boy of the next generation. And so it's almost like, well, fail as much as you want because we think that eventually you'll get it right. Now, whether that's right or wrong, you look at someone like Jason Roy, comes in to play open the batting in the ashes, gets a few low ones. And regardless how well we all look at him in terms of white ball cricket, it was almost like they were looking for an excuse to say, oh, that, that, experience, that experiment hasn't worked where it seems like they're desperately looking for a reason to keep Ollie Pope in the side because he's almost like, well, he's our next, he's the next Ian Bell. So I think that perception and the outward perception shouldn't make a difference or have any sway with selectors. But I think it probably does exist, not consciously, but maybe subconsciously. Um, and I think that, you know, you either fall on the right side of that coin or you don't. Um, you know, Good I don't question. know what you is this, is this unconscious bias that we were talking about in a couple of our interviews a couple well, of Well, yeah, I I think that in a in a way it is. Um, I don't but as I say, I think it is unconscious and it's it's very much a subconscious thing because you know, um Ollie Pope's a lovely lad. Sam and I met him in South Africa. Um really, you know, gave us loads of time just to talk cricket and you know, whatever. Um, lovely, Poor lovely lad. lad. And Poor I really, lad. really want to... Yeah, absolutely. You imagine being stuck with us too, right? When we've been, we've been doing shots. Has his ear oh. chewed off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, and look, I, he's obviously a very good player and a very good talent. Uh, and, you know, fortunately for him, he's fallen on the right side of that kind of sway of opinion. I, I think that the opposite can almost be said for Don Best. Like, you know, I was watching him bowl on comms this morning. No rhythm. He's he's been dragged back into the side, having basically been told we don't rate you for the last test. You know, openly people have gone, well, we don't think he's good enough. Then he gets thrown back in, and then you know, of course, he's bowling the occasional full toss because he's almost probably trying too hard. Um, and so he probably then falls in in terms of opinion. People are very quick to jump on his back, which again, I think is probably that's more conscious. But unconscious in terms of the reasoning behind it, if that makes sense. I think if people, if you weigh up the entire situation of whether people are looked at positively or negatively, I think that there are arguments for and against whether that's the right way to, to judge whether it be Ollie Pope or Don Best, I, Jason Roy or anyone else. I think it, for me, the, the, the Ollie Pope, if, when you're talking Jason Roy or Ollie Pope, Jason Roy is 30, 29, 30. Ollie Pope's 23. Ollie Pope came in and did well early doors and now on wickets that are completely alien to him. Yes, he's probably played eight tours. Yes, he's probably done all that. He's struggled. But at the end of the day, he's played, well, I've got his stats now, 16 test matches, well, 550s, 100, an average of 32. And that was a lot higher before this series. So... Compared, and I don't disagree with, I think the difference, so I think that's what buys at him, isn't it? Like Jason Roy's a 30-year-old lad that's, that has to be off and running. He, he has to go in and score run straight away. His time to develop, he hasn't got three years to develop. It's the same problem that they had with the Denley. It's the same problem yeah, that they yeah, had yeah. with yeah. David Milan, for example, in the one-day side and in the longer game. Same problem they had with Owen Morgan a few years ago. They picked him when he was 28, 29, 30. Yeah. 
And he had to come in and go straight away. And unfortunately, if you're that age and haven't found your game, test cricket, you're not going to find it for three years. So Ollie Pope might not find a way of playing in India or in the subcontinent for five years. He might go back and work on it. But then when he does that, he's still got three tours to the subcontinent, three yeah, 100%. each country to go through in his career. Whereas okay, an so... older player hasn't got that. All right, so Don Bess is also 22, 23. Don Bess, and I... I don't disagree with the fact that I think Dumbass has been not been treated great, as in... But the the issue that you've got in the England team is Dumbass, they said at the start of the Sri Lanka tour, you are, you are our spinner. Yeah. Now it's clear they've gone to Jack Leach as their spinner because Jack Leach has out-bowled Dumbass. But again, Jack Leach is 28. He bowled a lot more overs than Dumbass. Um, I've no doubt... the way, and, and I think that's got to fundamentally do with what what the coaching staff and what the press to a certain extent have done is you've they've gone man for man they've gone right ollie pope is ollie pope playing any worse than ajinka rahani no yeah no you look at the stats throughout the series he's not playing any worse so they can sit there and go is is he playing any worse than pajara is he playing any worse than Four, four of the batters for India. No, he's not. So Coley, right, arguably. Like, yeah. Coley. Oh, right, fine. No, right, so that's not where the difference is. He's got a problem that Ashwin's got 27 wickets at 15. Yeah. And Patel's got 20 wickets and at nine. 10. Oh. At 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, let, let's compare, so let's compare apples with apples here. Um, England have selected Don Best. Totally understand that. Why have they not selected Amir Viridi no or idea. Matthew Parkinson? Batting. 22 and 24. Hang on, spin, spin bowlers. No, 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 I don't. The, yeah, but they the can't reason, bat. The only reason they've done that is because... Neither can anyone in England right now. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. but in terms of if you're comparing them man for man, then Don Best is a better batter than Parkinson or... Yeah, but... But, uh, but, but you really also wouldn't take... pick... You wouldn't pick Parkinson and Leach because they both turn the ball the same way. Uh, and so they want, in but theory, one of each. Might be. So, oh, I, I, yeah. I don't, and I don't, we were so I, we were talking about this on comms again. This got brought up, and I think that my own personal view is that Best gets picked above Verdi because Verdi's still very much an unknown. He's obviously very well thought of, but I think he's probably out there for experience rather than being picked. And I think that they probably thought about bringing him in for this fourth test, but then probably you know went to look at the batting. Um, I think that would have also come into it. So, yeah, no, I think you raise a fair point, Huge. Uh, I think yeah, I, I'll be, I'm with Huge. I would have picked Ferdy. I mean, if he's if he's the one that Kumar Sangakar is saying is the best off spinner in that they've got, then surely you've got to stand and have a look. I mean, they did they did it when they were in Australia. Mm. Mason didn't get selected anywhere near an A side anything for a tour. He goes to Australia. It was all right. Yeah. Is New South Wales' first overseas player for 35 years, whatever it was, and then all of a sudden he's picked for a test match. Yeah. And like standing there going, hang on a minute, what's going off? Right. The, I, I don't necessarily, I think with Don Bess, they've gone, this guy's 23. We need to keep going. What we did last week was wrong. So let's get him back in. Let's try and get him bowling. Let's try and get him back in the fixture. Now, what, now they've done that, they've got to show. Trace. Um, They've got to do what they've done with the opening batters. They've mm. got. They can't keep standing yeah. there going right. For, for years we went right. This guy has three tests. That guy has. Sorry, this guy has three tests. That guy has three tests. Um, like, and we just keep shipping them around. Yeah. Like we can't. We can't do that. And by the same token, yes, in the subcontinent it's a bit different when it comes to. I think they should have picked bit less. Uh, less and Beach. 
Who? Right. Lesson Leach. <laughs> Lesson Leach. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. They should have picked Lesson Beach for the entire six games. They've gone, right, you, you're our two spinners. Off you go. As soon as it was made clear that Moeen Ali was only going to play one test, still trying to figure out who the fuck Lesson Beach is. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've got it. I'm listening. <laughs> as soon as it was clear that Moeen Ali was, was only going to play one test, because of his COVID results, best case scenario, and what you'd have yeah. been send him home. He was going to play yeah. one test. Waste of time. Send him home. Like, he's not going to do it. Bring him back for the one-day stuff. They should have gone, right, Leach and Bess are our two spinners. That's what we're going to do. You've got six tests to win his games in India. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah fair. And then, um, and then go from there. So, I, yeah, we, we, do need, we do need to move on. I'm now back. I will be back on commentary on Sunday from, as from session two and think I'm quite, quite a short day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even sure if I'm... Uh, did I say Monday? Sorry, I meant Sunday. Sunday, no, yeah. Still, so you still won't be on that either. Well, no, I think I, think I might, there might... There might be there might be a bit... But not, well, not India are going to get 600. So, pop quiz. Um, when you mix up the first letters of the of some of two words, what is that called? Lesson beach. It's called spoonerism. There we go. I do it a lot. That's why I know it. <laughs> well, there we go. Um, I, I hope everybody's enjoyed that piece of trivia from <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> I am available for quizzes. Please uh, do contact <laughs> yeah, exactly. info at sloggingit.co.uk. Yeah. For any hosting opportunities <laughs> that anybody may have for uh, Eugene, please get in touch. Just a lot of spoonerism. If anyone's ever wants to watch something that is very funny, go on YouTube and find a thing called Rindy Seller. It is unbelievably funny. It is right. quite rude. If you're under 18, please don't do it. Like, don't do that. But if you're over 18 and want a really good laugh, go on YouTube or just type into any search engine Rindy Seller. It is might amazing. Do that. Might, might do that at 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> so, um, yes, moving on. Uh, quickly, I do want to just cover off uh, our good friend Mark Adair. He's currently out in Bangladesh with the Island A side. Um, and a bit of a funny one today. They, they were an hour and a half into a game, got the COVID uh, test results back, and one of the Irish lads had proven positive. Uh, they're pretty confident, I think, within the camp that it's a be a false positive. He was the only one from quite a big touring party that got it. Um, so, But we, we wait to see that. But... Um, yeah, they stopped a game uh, like an hour and a half in, which it seems like a. I mean, surely you would make sure that you got the results before you even started a game, right? That seems pretty poor planning. That is unheard of. I, I actually don't know what to say to that, except uh, it must be a false positive because, um, yeah, I mean, why would you start the game? Well, you say that. So, obviously, Moeen Ali was the only one that tested positive, other than they thought that Chris Wokes and he then had to self-isolate for a while because he was in close proximity. Uh, and so maybe maybe it can happen. Maybe maybe he has got it and is the only one. But we shall wait to see. But we obviously wish all of the Island boys, the Island A or the Island Wolves, uh, well out on their tour to Bangladesh. Um, for now, uh, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we have other things to do uh, shortly, so we will have to disappear and get on with them. But um, yes, thank you for t- continuing to listen to our ramblings. Um, please, any uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts and whatever you really help us in terms of our chart position and whatever. So, uh, if you are if you are even vaguely interested in what three morons have got to say on a weekly basis, I suppose you must be because you, you're listening to this now. 
Um, but if you wouldn't mind dropping us a, uh, a review on Apple Reviews, we're only interested in five stars, so nothing other than that, if you don't mind. And um, yeah, that'd be... I think we're being full there, are No, we're, we're five stars only so far on the ones that we've had. The, the, uh, the three. Right, is that because from... I've done a review, you've done a review, and you've just done a review? <laughs> yeah. The three. Yeah. The three five stars. Under Brilliant. our pseudonyms. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, no, in all seriousness. Ryan Sobbitt, ARU. Yeah, we very much appreciate it. So. Uh, until then, uh, another wonderful um, interview will be coming out on Thursday that we're all very much looking forward to. Uh, so until then, thanks for now. Take care. See you all soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.